This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Moving right along here on the latest Six Rings podcast, the trade deadline has come and gone. And your New England Patriots did nothing. Absolutely nothing. I uh, I have to start by saying I ripped Heim Bloom for sitting on the fence. So I must, in fact, stay consistent and rip Bill Belichick for staying on the fence. You had to buy, you had to sell, you had to do something, something one way or the other. You had to make a decision and you didn't. And that is bad management. I have to be consistent. So that's what I'll say. Shime, if this team is going to go either, if this team is either going to go nine and eight, eight and nine, or at best 10 and seven, let's say best case scenario, they go 10 and seven. How could you look at this squad right now and not think, well, had they actually bolstered their offensive line depth, linebacker depth, wide receiver room, et cetera, that they couldn't have maybe scored a few more points, protected the quarterback better, prevented a few points, or ultimately won another game. Like, I'm stunned. I mean, gone are the days of, oh, I can't wait to see which reclamation project, Kyle Van Noy, Jonathan Casillas, Akeem Ayers, guy, uh, Akeem Hicks, actually, even 2015, guys who ultimately came in and made a difference on the team. Those days are gone. The Patriots kind of just don't do shit at this point at the trade deadline. Meanwhile, the rest of the league, let alone your own division, the Bills just traded Zach Moss for Naeem Hines from the Colts. So now they get they go from backup running back to third down pass catching back who can actually handle the starting running back load if need be. That makes an already dangerous offense even better. Jeff Wilson went to Miami to replace Chase Edmonds, who was sent to Denver in the Bradley Chubb trade. Now one of the best defensive linemen slash Edge, linebacker, rushers, whatever you want to call them, Andy, now is in the division on the Dolphins. Like, they're buying in on themselves. They're going for it. Like, at best, the Patriots are going to finish third probably in the AFC East now, while Buffalo and Miami are, you know, uh, to as, as Chevy Chase said in European vacation, they're going to porker, Russ. Like, they're, they're going for it. Like, Roquan Smith to the Ravens for a song, a second and a fifth for a stud linebacker like that, and the Pats did nothing. Yeah, I would have been a seller uh, if I were the yeah. Patriots. I would have sure. sold off. I mean, first of all, I would have just thrown away Isaiah Wynn. I'm done with him. Um, I would have given him up for absolutely anything. And I, I don't know if there was zero interest on the open market. I know there's the Kendrick Bourne talk. Um, I would have, un, you know, certainly if you're not going to resign these receivers, uh, or, Jacoby Myers, trade him. Like, or get Damian Harris. Like, you know what Ramondre is now. You know yep. he's a guy, your guy. Like, what Harris is expendable. And he, to, to to also be fair, he hasn't looked good since he came back either. So it just makes it easier for you to be like, yeah, we just got to move on from this guy. And, and Ramondre is the guy. You have two rookie running backs. And I just, 
I think Shime is right. I think they're middling it, and they are a middling team, so that's probably appropriate. They're they're not going to win anything, so I can understand not you know over investing. But I said to to Mutt when I talked to him about this on his show, the one thing I would do as like a big move, like Roquan Smith, for example, if you were all in on him, you can trade for him and sign him, and then he's yep. part of the 23, 24, 25 future. The plan. We know they need linebackers. We know they need that. So I don't think it was an impossibility if the right deal. TJ Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson going to the Vikings. If you love him and they're thinking of signing him later, we'll trade for him and do the deal now, get him done, get him in the offense to add another piece to the future. Um, so I was really, really, um, I wasn't stunned because I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it, but I would have sold. I, I just, I don't know what they think they are right now. Well, I think honest. Belichick feels that, like that's the question, Andy. What the heck are the Patriots if they don't want to sell off things? Other teams will give you fourth or fifth rounders for, which they could maybe turn into a future Marcus Jones or a Jack Jones shine. Yeah, they've been drafting well, right? We In want this, more yeah, picks. That's what, that's so, what makes no so, sense to me. So what is the it's hell? like Belichick loves to maximize assets and get trade. He loves his draft picks and he has, to his credit, been drafting really well the last couple of years. Why wouldn't you be selling some of these fringe guys on your roster that other teams would want for second and third day picks and just move on? Like it's, it feels like he like, cause, and then he's also not buying anything. So he's clearly not convinced they can win, but like, he doesn't want to give up on the season or like right. give up on these players. He doesn't, he doesn't want to come off like that to these guys, but from a GM perspective, that's, Bad decision-making. And it's not like he hasn't done it before. Because I know yeah. people will be like, the Lombardis of the world might say, you know, Bill will never give up on a season and sell off. A no, you traded Jamie Collins when he was your best defensive player. He's done it before. He was going into free agency. You traded Jamie Collins. And I know he was your best defensive player because Devin McCourty right. stood at his locker and goes, I don't know how we got better by trading our best defensive player. So you could have easily traded Isaiah Wynn and filed it under Jamie Collins, right? Uh, an That was uh, in 2016 because he freelanced in the Buffalo game. Right. And then you brought him back like eight times after that, that you hated him so much. Um, but like Isaiah Wynn, like he is clearly a pain in the ass. He's feuding with Mike Reese. Now you're at the end of your rope. You're not good. Get the hell out, get something for him. And I know other teams probably look at, he leads the NFL in penalties. Oh, he's had some, but he clearly is sulking all year. Mm -hmm. And there's just not enough linemen to go around in the NFL. I have to think somebody would say, yeah, I'll give you a fourth round pick, fifth round pick, conditional pick, whatever, to take him off your hands. So I just wouldn't it yeah. have to be a better deal though, Andy, than the comp pick they're going to get for him likely whenever he leaves? Yeah, what's the comp pick? Fourth well, no, round they pick? only get a comp pick depending on the contract. The contract. Has. No one's yeah. going to sign him to a good contract. You're not getting yeah, a good contract. So you're not, not getting, getting a, a six-year, eighty million dollar deal like Joe Tooney, so you get a third round pick. Right. He's going to get a one-year deal, in my opinion. I think he's going to get a prove-it deal next year somewhere to go play tackle and earn whatever the next contract is. The guy's then not that good. Yeah, then send him to Dallas. Send him to Philadelphia. Send him to a contender that wants to bolster their offensive line. Send him to Minnesota. Anywhere. Take a fourth or a fifth. No, yeah, because no, you could then turn that. We're stuck you could with use, that a use that capital. <laughs> use that capital to be able to pull off a Roquan Smith trade. And I don't care. I do not want to hear from anybody like Bill never pays these guys. You know, they don't have the, first of all, they're going to have one of the top five calories, cap, calorie salary cap spaces next year. So they'd be able to pay whoever they damn well, please, depending on what their priorities are. And, oh, well, the NFL is getting quicker and you don't want to have the big linebackers anymore. Uh, Roquan Smith has over 600 tackles since he entered the NFL is the most tackles in the NFL since entering the league. Tell me how a guy like that doesn't fit into the future in Foxborough. 
well for a second and a fifth pride, he probably didn't want to pay him i mean that, yeah, it's that, that is the one side of it i will i'll go with bill a little bit is it's exhausting the second the fifth and whatever you give up is a lot for money right like that's that's always that give and take with with like a franchise player. Yeah, I'd love him. I'd pay him or I'd trade for him, but I don't want to trade for him and pay him. I don't want to double up on the compensation, which for a team that does have a lot of holes and does need to fill a lot of needs, like giving up a say a second and a fifth. Say that deal. Second and a fifth mm-hmm. and $60 million, $70 million. Well, you're putting a lot of assets into Roquan Smith. Does that make you that much better or is that too much? Do you need that second round pick to get an offensive lineman and then you spend the money on a linebacker and free agency and now I've filled two holes with the same amount of compensation? Well, and so uh, the other issue too is is if you feel like Mac is the guy, then yeah, you should be maximizing the rookie contract and you're mm-hmm. not doing that because then once you have to pay a quarterback, that's when everything goes downhill. Look at every other team. <laughs> Look at the Packers. They're too busy paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year that they had to trade away Devonte Adams and their offense is a disaster because of it. In like it's, the toilet at like this it, point now. It, like the one, per, the one team that they can trade away a great player and it's not going to affect them is the Kansas City Chiefs because they have Patrick effing Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. it's they, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is not Mahomes. He's not. He's not Josh Allen. He's no. not. He, he's not Aaron Rodgers. And his greatest Tom Brady, Ty- right? Like, and his greatest Tyreek Hill is Shime. Look at what they've been able to get out of Pacheco and McKinnon and Edwards Hilaire. And now they've woken up Smith Schuster and Valdez Scantling and, and every other receiver. A, they make a nothing trade names. for Kadarius yeah. Tony, who has a ton of talent and just can't stay on the field. It's like. Well, and wanted out. What if they unlock him? That that offense would be Patri- even scarier. What if the Patriots had traded for a guy like Kadarius Tony? That's first round talent. We've seen him on the field, and he is awesome on yeah. the field. He just hadn't been able to stay on the field. He was kind of feuding with the Giants for an office or, or coaching staff or whatever it was. It needed a new seat. Just needed a new scenario. Needed a new uh, scenery. Change, change of scenery. scenery. Like it's it's. It's infuriating to me that the Patriots just sat on their hands and did nothing. You needed to, you needed to invest in your future or sell and plan for the future, and you did neither of them. So, can I spin it Fitzy style? Of course. Do do they maybe just have more faith in this team than we do? More faith in the young players that Jack Jones, Cole Strange, Ramondre Stevenson, Christian Barmore over the second half of the season are going to blow up. And I'm asking a question because just. To answer my own question, I don't believe my own crap. But is is that a, a possibility? But you, you know, think Andy, like- hold on. You you said that and said, can I? Can, you wanted to come over onto my sidewalk, my side of the street, where we usually have better snacks. It's sunnier. The grass is very green. Recently clipped, even on top. And of our it life all. is a lie. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, that's that's okay. You think it's the Truman Show for Patriots fans? It's too bad. The other side, yours looks like the haunted mansion with like the dog chain on the front lawn and the broken like beware of dog sign and the chain link fence that has like socks and shoes and blood on it. I get it. That's fine. But you came over to my side of the street. Notice it was you who had to suppose that's what would come from my side of the street. Cause even I don't believe that that's how the way the rest of the season is going to play out. Even I, even me and the fraud squad could not possibly believe that all of a sudden Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Cole Strange, Tyquan Thornton, and then all the free agents you got last year from Bourne to Aguilar, Hunter Henry to Janu and beyond are just going to wake up and light this shit up. It's not going to happen. Wait, if, aren't if you the same people that told me that 
Cameron, Mc, Cameron McGrone is going to be their athletic linebacker. He's like an extra draft pick this year. He's awesome. You, oh, because you've never gotten anything wrong before. Never. Not <laughs> That's once. not true. Never. Not once. Not once. Do you, so delusional. The, Andy, Andy never wrong, only early. That's right. Never wrong, only Still early. waiting for that John tragic. O. Smith uh, breakout. Yep. <laughs> tragic in his deluded state of self-inflated importance. Unbelievable. So is Bill Belichick waving the white flag on the season then? No, 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 because he didn't trade. He didn't sell. No, like, they're that's, that's what, They're sitting on the fence. Yes, that's like, what makes ah, it so we'll god. That's what makes it so goddamn confusing. Yes, is it's like you're not waving the white flag because you didn't sell and you didn't get ready to prepare for your future. Mm-hmm. But you're also you didn't buy, so that means you don't think you're a great team because you didn't try to win at all this year and compete. So what the hell are you doing? A rudderless ship. That's what it feels like. It's, it it's feels the, like it's like it's this. It's the shrug emoji. They just kind of shrug emojied the deadline. Like Miami goes and gets one of the most dynamic pass rushers and defensive linemen in the NFL. Doesn't even have to give up that much in in no. in exchange for him. Sure, it's going to cost an arm and a leg uh, and a lot of Stephen Ross's money to resign him and make him a part of the future. There, fine, they can do it. Stephen Ross was on a rookie contract. Of course, yeah. they can do and it. And Stephen Ross will point. gladly spend like he's running Golden State. He didn't give a shit. No. Uh, and Jalen Waddle also on a rookie contract. So what is Miami right. doing? Maximizing their assets. Yeah. Now I don't know how signing a Roquan Smith is going to potentially affect you know bringing Lamarvelous back to Baltimore. Yeah, that's, I, that feels like an all-in move for this season. I don't know how that's going to impact them going forward. Well, a second and a fifth may also be the we like this guy so much and the defense has been an issue at times to such a degree with our leaky secondary that it's worth not only now but also spending this much draft capital to get first kick at the can of signing him maybe he likes it so much yeah it's it's tough i know this isn't a ravens podcast but it's tough just because you have to sign lamar and you have to sign roquan there's only one uh uh franchise tag so if you can't get one of them done one of them gets to just walk he'll get one of them done probably but yeah I, I think they find it. Man, I, who knows how much other salary they'd possibly shred or shed in the interim, but Pats do nothing. And Woo. why do you guys think, why listeners, do you believe the Patriots did a whole lot of nothing? A lack of faith in the team, a thorough belief that they're all going to ascend, pop, go off and blossom with the great draft classes they've had. I don't know. All I know is that it feels pretty frustrating because here we are talking about all the awesome moves other teams made and not any of the moves whether building for the future or going for it now, the Patriots made. I just don't see how they're going to possibly vault past any of the teams in the AFC East the rest of the way, especially if Zach Wilson gets benched for Joe Flacco. Well, you can argue that so the Bills twice, the Dolphins once, and the Vikings once. Mm-hmm. Four games out of your final, what do we have left? Nine. Nine games. Nine Almost games. half of the remaining games, those teams look to improve. And like, I think the Vikings. TJ Hawkinson really- improves your team. Yes. I mean, if they can't win with the, I don't care that that game is a primetime game. Like that offense is, is up there with one of the more ridiculous offenses in the NFL right now with the talent they have Agreed. for Kirk cousins. So like, and Bradley Chubb, I mean, that's one of the top three to five pass rushers in the NFL right now. You're not only going to have to face him one more time this year, you're going to face him in perpetuity for the next mm-hmm. few years. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones. Um, I just, that right there is the disheartening part. Like you're watching not only major moves across the league, arguably, probably inarguably, the most active trade deadline ever. Bill Belichick used to be the most active coach at the trade deadline years ago. 
always, right? Akib Talib. Up, oh, we need a corner. Go get Akib Talib. Or the Jonathan Casillas and those yep. various moves, Kyle Vano, whatever. He did nothing, and half of your opponents went out and got better, some of them significantly. Especially the opponents you face twice a year, every year. The Bills add Naheem Hines. They're trying Mm -hmm. to get better. Miami adds a second pass rusher now to pair with Jalen Phillips. That's an awesome pass rushing duo that you now have to face twice a year, every year, including still one more time this year. So it's like, it just feels like you are just sitting in place and just, eh, I'm just going to let everything watch. We'll just watch everything pass me by. Just refreshing the timeline before we wrap this segment and head to the final leg of this podcast. Friend of the show, Chris Mason from Mass Live, just tweeted out moments ago. I don't mind the Patriots standing pat at all. You're four and four. Roll with what you got to see where you land. So I guess that's what happens. I'll They're guarantee gonna... where you land. Middling team that doesn't make the playoffs. So, so okay, it. so I'll if this is a development, right now, they don't make the playoffs. And yeah. if this is a development year I'll where you got to see who you got and what you got and how what kind of future they'll have with you, don't you want to make a couple, maybe one or two moves to try to support these players to make them look uh, the best they can or you know bolster their confidence going forward? No, I would. I don't even care about that. I'd be okay with trading a receiver so I can make sure Tyquan Thornton gets all the reps, yep. like those types of moves. I would have been okay with those types of moves and adding draft capital because I'm investing in the young player to play now. Then next spring, I add another couple picks. And as we talked about earlier with Matt Groh, Bill Belichick, this collaborative Elliot Wolf, they've done pretty good the last three years drafting. So you give them extra picks to work with or hell, use those picks later in offseason trades if you want and maneuver that way. I don't care. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the end of the world right now. I, I don't think if you're a Patriots fan, but it's hard to really feel good about what's going on. Like, oh wow, great. The Jets lost to us, so we're five hundred. So and then we didn't really do anything, even though other teams in our division are doing like what are you happy about if you're a Patriots fan right now? I have the answer and I'll answer it in potpourri. Oh, well, there we go. That's a big market tease right there. Don't forget, share, rate, review, subscribe. Give us all the follows you possibly can at Six Rings Pod. He's at Jumbo Hard. I'm at Fitzy GFY. That's at Shime Time as well. The Fraud Squad, the Troll Patrol, and the DVOA Holes. We got you covered. Every aspect of Patriots talk right here on the Six Rings Podcast.